0: And welcome to Resting Pitch Face. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. And I'm sure you've noticed that our opening music has changed today. This is a one-time-only thing, but is very specific to something that we will be going off, going on into at great length later in the episode. But for those of you that may not know, Jonathan Papelbon is no longer a national. Woo! Ding dong. <laughs> The witch is dead. <laughs> um, but we're, we're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, first as always, you can find us on Twitter at resting pitch Rest in Pitchface, on Tumblr at Resting Pitchface Podcast. You can find us on iTunes at Resting Pitchface and you can always email us directly at restingpitchface at gmail.com.
1: So before we get into uh, Ding Dong the witch being dead, uh, there's been some other stuff in the news of late. Uh, one Ichiro got his 3000th hit. Uh, I was actually in the area and did not see it. Did you miss uh, it by one game? No, I was watching the game. I missed it by one at bat.
0: Aww. Oh, uh, oh, oh, I thought you were talking about not going to the game.
1: You didn't no, get to no, watch. No, no, no. It. I was watching down down in Florida. Um, and I was just, like, at a bar watching, and, like, it was a hotel bar, so, like, all the hotel people, like, kept poking their nose in while I'm watching the game to ask me if he had hit it yet, uh, and he had not, and then I got up because I had to go to a thing, uh, and the next at bat he got it. Ugh. It was...
2: Well,
0: that's actually almost more frustrating because I thought because you had said that you were gonna try to actually yeah. go to a game while you were down there, and I thought it was like the next game that he was that you were going to. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, about time. Granted, he actually hit his 3,000th career hit several years ago. If yes, you know, Japan, because he's over 4,200, counting his time in Japan, I think. Right? Well, it. Yes,
1: I mean, yeah, he is, yeah. Um, but it's still impressive given that he came over and he was like 29. Yeah, well, he's 42, I want to yes. say. Yeah, yeah telling, I saw so. a
2: graphic of, um, was he 29 or 27 when he came over? Whatever it was, of the number of hits that each of the people who has 3,000 hits had already gotten by the time they were that age, mm-hmm. just to look at sort of everybody else had so much of a leg up when they started in MLB compared to him and he still got there.
0: Yeah. I think there was only like two other players and you'll forgive me cuz I don't remember their names I should have looked this up. Only like two other players have gotten to 3000 in their 40s. Cuz yeah, oh, really? easily they have if they're going to get to 3000 they would have they would have gotten that head, that significant head start and gotten there much sooner. I mean, how many guys are even playing into their 40s realistically?
1: Yeah, I want to say, like, off the top of my head, um, the the only pitchers who tend to make it that long are, like, R.A. Dickey, who I think is touching 40 at this point, um, and, like, the Knuckleballers, and then, yeah, he's 41, mm-hmm. and then, what was it, Chad Qualls?
0: I think I think you see it sometimes with starters that get converted into relievers, yeah. because then they're not taxing themselves as much. And then, of course, I mean, obviously Nolan Ryan, but he's probably not a human being. No, he's so. not. <laughs>
1: um, actually, Chad mean, Qualls was only is only in his uh, in his th- late thirties. He just looks super old. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Sorry, well, Chad well, Qualls.
0: Thirties. I mean, that's still that's still coming up there, but um, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact is, most players aren't. playing until their 40s and if they are they're probably pitchers, in which case they're certainly not hitting anywhere in the stratosphere of 3,000 hits.
2: Well and then you got A-Rod who just did what he did do we call that retiring or just sort of petering out? Versus um, David Ortiz who's 40 and who's having this crazy season and everyone in Boston is like, don't retire David! He's like yeah no I'm done.
1: I'm really tired guys I've been here for a long time Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm, it is, in fact, better to burn out than fade away. So he's yeah. going out in the in a beautiful blaze of glory, though,
0: as as he should, honestly, as he should. And I was a little bit irritated by the timing of Arod quitting. I just have to say this: Mark Teixeira announced his retirement like a week ago, or a week and a half ago. He said, "I'm going to play through the season. I'm going to, and then I'm going to quit." And by all accounts, Mark Teixeira is one of those guys. You know, he's been in baseball. He's done his job he deserves to kind of like go out and, and be remembered for it and then mm-hmm. three days later Arod's like yeah I'm quitting tomorrow and now all the attention is on A-Rod Ugh. I'm like you had to do that one last time you couldn't like let your teammate retire in a little bit of glory that he probably doesn't get very often like you couldn't just let it let it alone I don't know
1: nah, nah. not if you're A-Rod not nope if you're A-Rod. not if you're A-Rod but so well, bye bye bye. That that's the theme <laughs> of the episode. Like door hitcha blah blah. Yes. Don't care. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Like I have I have very limited uh sympathy, empathy, desire to watch A Rod do anything at this point.
0: Well, you don't have to anymore.
1: I I know I don't. But like, <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, at least he didn't retire for like six months. Like I like Mo Rivera. But, like, mm-hmm. that went off. That oh, went the, off
0: the farewell tour, as yeah. it were? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. he seems like a good dude, and it seems like the Yankees were mostly just milking that for publicity, but, like, because c- the Yankees. But, like, <laughs> he, he <laughs> <The> retired <Yankees. laughs> for an entire season, which... <sighs>
0: well, he didn't start... I mean, in... I can't believe I'm about to say this. In the Yankees' defense... <laughs> <laughs> Mo didn't start that. Chipper did that the year before, or two years before, Chipper Jones. Yeah. And a couple other guys. Like, I feel like this is the sort of trajectory that we're unfortunately going on in the sport, is that as people are retiring, the people who are the big names who've been playing for a long time, especially if they've been playing for a long time for a specific team, like Chipper Jones or A-Rod or Mo or Ortiz, they're kind of announcing their retirement at the end of this book, before they start the season, so that they get to have this side, like victory lap, or the farewell tour, and I feel like that might be something that we're just gonna have to get used to. Um, I, so I don't feel like the Yankees maybe they maybe they codified it, but they just certainly didn't start mm-hmm.
1: it. No, no, no. You're right, and and quite frankly, like after after that, like I still like Mo Rivera a lot more than I like Chipper Jones. So yeah.
0: well, no, which is who, the lesser of two showed... <laughs>
1: i mean he showed his ass on twitter well chipper jones like yes, he, he, he decided to get into it with brace about stupid stuff and it's just like shut up chipper jones like did anyone speak to you no no nope. <laughs> yeah. sorry like i'm on well, mariana river hasn't done that yeah and would do that is he even on twitter
0: I, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. So maybe just I, lack of opportunity to show. I think I would have noticed. <laughs> but no, I, I, that doesn't strike me as the type of person that he's ever yeah. been. So. Um, but yeah, I, I just I feel like these farewell tours, we're just going to have to kind of suck it up. And eventually yeah. they'll stop because everyone will get tired of them. And then in 20 mm-hmm. years from now, we'll start the whole cycle all over again.
2: Well, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but in the Red Sox defense,
1: um,
2: (laughs) a lot of David Ortiz's farewell tour seems to have been focused on, like when he goes back to ball clubs that he played for at the beginning of his career, whoever drafted him, and then whoever called him up for the first time, he really has been taking a lot of time to thank those ball clubs and those fans and say, I spent X amount of time here, you guys were so great to me, I couldn't have gotten to where I am now if it weren't for this organization. And I think that has been a really... A really positive part of it where Mm -hmm. he's not just going around saying we're going to talk about how great i've been for the last 20 whatever years
1: he's also saying
2: right (laughs) exactly he's also Mm. saying and i'm going to take this opportunity to honor a lot of the people and organizations that have helped me get there
1: oh oh yeah like like i want to say i want to be clear like I, per, my personal feelings are also getting into this, where I'm like, I like Mo Rivera, I like David Ortiz, I don't like Shepard Jones very much, and I don't yeah. particularly like A-Rod, so I'm going to be more annoyed by stuff that they do, <laughs> and less annoyed by stuff that, like, people I like, dear. Yeah. I
2: didn't even like A-Rod when I was a Yankees fan, okay?
1: Oh. I
0: was going to say no Yankees fans like A-Rod, but apparently that's completely changed since he
1: came back. Yeah. So, whatever. Whatever, I he's didn't gone like now.
2: Him. I did not like him. I don't remember why, but...
1: I did have a proposal for what Ichiro should do. First yeah. of all, he should keep playing because yeah, I think until... he's probably got another season or two in him.
0: Yeah, play as long as you play as long yeah. as you want. Get to 5000 career hits
2: including Japan. Yeah. Sure. Run until they tag you.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but instead of farewell tour, he and Yarmor Yager have a buddy cop show together.
2: That's a hockey <laughs> dude, right?
1: Yeah, th- <laughs> that is a hockey dude. He's like 43 or 44. Um and he is also he at one point was older than the combined ages of his line mates. He's forty four, yeah. Um like the two guys who he was playing on a line with were collectively younger than he was. Cute. Um he and he is whatever the opposite of each row I think is personality wise, but like I want to watch them solve crime.
0: Okay. Think think international.
2: International crime solving
0: Think Miami Vice, but with sports. Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, they both play in Miami. Like Oh, that's be... convenient. Exactly. Like, I don't know why they can't just put them together for every photo shoot uh, and every photo op and just, just have them solve crime together. Make me happy. It would be so much better than whatever ridiculous farewell tour they so, both have planned is. So I assume
0: in this scenario, um, Ichiro is the buy-the-books cop and Yager is the, like... Uh, or whatever, is the, like... It's Yager. Yager. He is the, like, I play by my own rules cowboy cop in the the crime scenario, right? Yes. The assessment of personalities, right?
1: Yes, he is a cop on the edge.
0: (laughs) And his partner has to reel him back in.
1: Exactly. And then, but, like, it's offset by the fact that Ichiro apparently learned enough Spanish to troll people.
0: (laughs) Are they going to wear... White blazers with the sleeves rolled up because I feel like that's really important in this scenario.
1: Yes, um, and collars and, popped and like. And peter. yeah, let me tell you, Yarmur Yager, I think has the the forest of chest hair one would anticipate <laughs> from such a show.
2: <laughs> Could we somehow incorporate high socks into this wardrobe? Sure. <laughs> I feel like mental that's important high,
0: too. I'm trying. I'm trying to fix that mental image of like Miami Vice suit with high socks. <laughs> It's not working. It's just, it's not. Yeah, it's Unless a little bit of a weird combo. Su- Unless the bottom of the suit is baseball pants.
2: I mean, everything should be baseball pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe they wear their respective sports pants on the bottom and then the blazers and shirts on the top.
1: Yeah, no. hockey. hockey does have short pants, but they're like bulky shorts that look, and they do always wear socks with it, like hockey socks are a thing. They have to tape them up. I'm like... <laughs> Like with clear tape, I'm just kind of like I don't, I've never understood that. But yeah. does it pull out
2: their leg hair?
1: Like no, 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 it's on the sock.
2: But what are they taping the sock to?
1: Um, the well they shorts, tape them. Right? Yeah, they tape them up. Like their the socks are held up with like garters, and then oh and, and maybe they and just they all the short what? pants, and then they they reinforce it with tape.
0: I was gonna say maybe they just all shave their legs.
1: They do not. <laughs> Because Yarmor Yager likes to post pictures of himself in no clothes. Or few clothes. Or a supermodel, or not a supermodel, a regular model did sleep with him and then posted pictures of him from, from, from the bed. So. Good!
0: I feel like we're getting a little bit off-brand here. <laughs>
2: yeah, so... Um, speaking of things that sound like they would pull out your body hair...
1: <laughs>
2: um, so, Sammy Solis and cupping... Oh, and you know the fact that Matt—what's uh, his face—Phelps did not actually invent the practice.
0: Oh no, he well, Michael Phelps, as in yeah, the yeah. Story? Well, yeah. everybody's oh, freaking no.
2: out about how like Michael Phelps looks like he was attacked by an octopus.
0: No, cupping's been around for for
2: ever. Centuries. Yeah, it's like ancient
1: Chinese, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I want
2: to say, um, but yeah. So Sammy Solis, apparently, according to multiple members of the mass and broadcast. Um, Sammy Solis has been known to get in a good cupping session to to help prepare him for his next uh, appearance in a game. And according to FP, this also sucks toxins out of your body. Okay. Because that's how science works.
0: Okay, okay. I feel like, first of all, we really should explain what the process of cupping is to people Go who don't it, know. Go for it, Okay. But at the same time it sounds so much dirtier than it actually is, right? Like, <laughs> like I yeah. hear, even knowing what cupping is, when I hear, oh yeah, he cups, I'm like, that's not what I was picturing.
1: No. <laughs>
2: what
1: no. cupping
0: actually is, is essentially taking glass cups, glass jars, glass, you know, like, water glasses, or, I mean, they're specially shaped, whatever, to, to specially draw the toxins out. And then right. you heat them up with a ca- like a like a candle, you know, with a flame, not like you know, sit them on the radiator, and it creates a slight vacuum within the cup, and then you put it on your bare back, and it like sort of <laughs> slurps up your skin yeah. a little bit, and then and you leave it sitting there, and then eventually you take them off, and you have all these red welts on your back that look like a gigantic octopus attacked you, and it supposedly draws the toxins out
1: um, or something. Like- A lot of people have claimed that it increases blood flow to an area, which it it does in the sense that you you see more visible blood flow because you're basically inducing bruises. Yeah. Right. Think think
2: like giant hickey.
1: Yeah. That's what Um, FP said
2: on Masson today also. He described it like a hickey? I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, they let you say that?
1: That it looks like he's covered in hickeys? Why not?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Hickey is a scientific
0: (laughs) term.
1: I mean, I don't <laughs> think that's true either. <laughs> I, I, I mean, to be fair, FP like had to take a breath between talking about cupping, Sammy Silly's cupping and then his continual praise for Tanner Roark's uh, pure athleticism below the waist. So, like...
2: I know, it was probably good for FP that Murphy was out of the lineup today, because otherwise, between Tanner and Murphy, man, FP would have been having quite a moment. Yeah.
1: he Yeah, he was getting I'm a little silly. I'm looking forward to
2: seeing that looking forward to seeing that prom proposal any day now.
1: <laughs> Maybe they'll go, both go with him to prom. I yeah, would... a
2: polyamorous prom here?
1: Yeah, I don't think Daniel Murphy would be into it, but uh, Roark seems cool.
2: Yeah, I could see that. It'd be cute. Um...
1: But yeah, so the, the idea that it's drawing toxins out through the fairly impermeable membrane that is your skin, that you want it to be a fairly impermeable membrane, because that's how your freaking immune system has a line of defense. And... Well, and
2: like, just straight up not drying out as a human. Yeah. Like, your skin is supposed to keep stuff in. Yeah. yeah. That's what it does. Otherwise, <laughs> gonna... we would be raisins.
0: Exactly. I was going to say, we're not poison dart frogs. Our skin isn't actually toxic.
1: Yeah. Um well and think the idea that like humans are giving off like volatile organic compounds the way that trees do, um is also silly. Like we Speaking don't for yourself, you don't know my lineage. I could be a tree. You could be. I, I always was like, Okay, is she part ent? I didn't want to ask. I'm
0: entirely too short for that to actually be the case. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Um, well... There's nothing wrong
1: with being short, is what we learned from uh from Ben Revere.
2: Yes. Aww. No, I mean, I do think I, I try to be open-minded as someone who is very science-y, and I try not to just completely dismiss the possibility that there are aspects of things like this that we don't understand yet. However, the idea that it's sucking toxins out through your skin is BS. Sorry. Yes. Not given that aspect of a chance. Maybe there are other reasons that people feel like this works for them other than the placebo effect, which we know is a very strong effect, and that is scientifically proven.
1: Yeah, and I think there's also the fact that like people do when people do stuff for pain relief as you said the placebo effect is very powerful. Like pain is is literally all in your head. So if it does have sort of a psychosomatic effect in which it relieves major pain for certain people, like it's okay as long as you don't have a basically if you don't have a blood disorder or a cash shortage disorder, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Yeah. But, if you have either one of those or substitute it for like actual legitimate medical care yeah like that's that's where you run into problems with yeah. with this kind of woo, which Definitely. a lot of the the issues about toxins, which you, I assume Samuel Solis has a liver because his eyes aren't yellow, so <laughs> no. like. Th- That's this- doing a perfectly good job of sucking toxins out. This
0: isn't going on a cleanse, is what you're saying. Like, this isn't deliberately starving yourself and drinking water with cayenne pepper for two weeks to purge the toxins. This is relatively oh. harmless in the great yes. scheme of
1: things. Yeah. And, like, the worst you can do is look like you, you know... Were attacked an by an octopus. <laughs> well, I was going to say got it on with an octopus, but, like, <laughs> I don't know what Michael Phelps and Ryan Lockety get up to. If you told me Ryan Lockety was, like, 80% octopus, I would believe it. <laughs>
0: I think octopuses might be smarter.
1: Actually you're right. <laughs> there. I think can get out.
0: Yeah. They yeah. are definitely Wait. smarter than Rocco. Uh, I mean, just like just like a little. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did I tell you about my friend's theory that he's actually a golden retriever and they just fake throw a ball at the other end of the pool? <laughs> and he goes after it real fast. I believe it. <laughs> 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 oh, he got robbed, apparently, in Rio. Like, he got held up at gunpoint, so I feel a little bit bad. Oh, oh, you no. mean actually, like, literally robbed. Yeah, yeah. robbed. of a medal. Um, no, 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 like, like of money by... Like, held someone up. With... Yeah, he got <laughs> yeah, held up, apparently. Someone with a gun.
2: It. And apparently, according to his own report of it, his response to having a gun pointed at him was something like, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> As I said, I'm pretty sure <laughs> sl- just. You know, maybe a little
1: smarter. smarter a little smarter. <laughs> Like, what's a dumb okay. cephalopod? Like, are cuttlefish stupid? No, cuttlefish
0: are, are smart, too.
1: Okay. Um, um Squid, I, think I hear, squid,
2: are dumb. Squid are less intelligent than other cephalopods. But yeah. cephalopods but that's are not really so smart overall. So they're yeah. st- like They're still smarter than, like, probably your average lab mouse.
1: Yeah, or Ryan Lockerbie. Maybe
2: he's, like, a different kind of invertebrate. <laughs> like, he's, like, a whelk.
1: Yeah,
0: or like, <laughs> a mollusk.
2: <laughs> that would also possibly leave circular marks on someone.
1: Yeah. Um maybe it's a nautilus, right? Oh god. Yeah. Aren't they also I mean those are cephalopods too, yeah? Those I have no shelled. idea.
0: Oh. Yeah, they're shelled. I, I think so. Yeah, but shell isn't what makes us up. This is okay. No, no, no. This <laughs> is
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> so to bring it back to baseball a little bit. <laughs> baseball in From the supplepods. Olympics. Baseball, baseball in the Olympics 2020 in Tokyo. Yes. yes.
1: Woo! Uh, and anticipate a blog post about that. I just haven't, yeah. you know, done it. We'll
0: have to see how that how that goes. I mean, I, I guess I would be curious in terms of, like, getting pro athletes who are playing in the middle of summer for their teams going off yeah. for however many weeks. Like, we don't have an Olympic break in baseball. Um, no,
2: although some of the guys we're talking about, because there is one in hockey, right? Yeah. Some of the guys were talking about how if hockey can do it, why can't baseball? And I think the schedule is just a little bit of a different animal, but... That it wouldn't be just completely impossible. I don't think in four years there's any chance. But in the long run, maybe. um, If they they really wanted to.
1: They basically just canceled the All-Star game. And canceled the All-Star break and called it the Olympic break.
0: To be perfectly honest, I'd be fine with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people aren't getting a lot out of the All-Star game. Um, I mean, it's not like they didn't have baseball before. Like, Steven Strasburg played in Baseball in the Olympics before. Yes, and
2: looked adorable in those pictures.
1: Oh, but wasn't yeah. that? I mean,
0: that was when he was like a really little baby.
1: He was just, in
2: like, college.
0: Yeah. So anyway, we'll 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 see how that goes. Um, yeah. Olympics baseball. Um. But we've moved so far <laughs> from where we were at this point that I don't even know what, <laughs> 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 like how to get back to it. But, um.
1: Zach Duke update?
0: Yeah, Zach Duke update.
1: Zach uh, Duke, still alive.
0: Good to know. <laughs> Maybe the, that's our update. <laughs> yeah, Duke, that's it. Still playing baseball. Yep.
1: <laughs> Zach Walters, who was a Nats, uh, he played for the Nats for a while and he was a prospect, uh, just got DFA'd by the, by the Dodgers, so that's what you missed on, you know, Zach. When did, when did he update. go to the Dodgers? Um, apparently from the Indians? So, he well, got... I knew
0: he was with the Indians, but when did they send him to the Dodgers?
1: Um, this year, I want to say.
2: Oh, uh, he was,
1: he was he apparently at Triple A for most of the year. Uh, um, so I feel
2: like everyone who used to be a nat has been in the Indians Triple A bullpen. Uh,
1: Cause... actually, well, he wasn't a he's a hitter. Yeah. So he, he was just, a anyway. second baseman or a shortstop. Middle am like Mixing yeah, up he... my
2: zacks here, obviously.
1: Yeah. Um so he was a uh, he was that and he was actually in the Dodgers AAA. So maybe he, I don't know, he and Puig can like hang out now.
0: Oh has Puig actually reported? Cuz I, I, I don't know, so. I was going to bring this up and then I didn't actually uh look it up some more. Puig w- took at least 6 days before he reported to minor league camp after being sent down. Which that's the thing that happened. He just went AWOL. <laughs> um but I don't know. Did he ever? Nobody knows if he ever actually reported.
1: Um, I think he did because uh, one of the headlines when you Google Yasiel Puig is te- Yasiel Puig takes blame for posting videos partying after AAA loss. Uh, he also apparently is really into the fact that Monica Puig won something. So uh, Puerto I'm Rico's assuming. first Olympic gold. Yes. So.
2: So actually, very very worth being excited about. Very much oh, so,
1: sure. but but he's no not Malaysia from Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah no relation
0: and not from the same country just name similarity
2: yeah. <laughs> okay but, but good sure. for her. supporting female athletes sure let's go for it it's great we're very happy <laughs> yes. for her but like she's a badass but right, yeah. not really a whole lot to do with him
1: yeah um so yeah he he and he can hang out with Zach Walters and Zach Walters Adam's apple for a while.
0: His incredibly long neck.
1: Yeah. He's if if people think Brandon Belt looks like a giraffe, like Zach Walters looks like another giraffe. No, he looks like a dinosaur. He looks like Littlefoot. I'm not kidding. Well I'm not Somebody gonna share with you with... Google this
0: afterwards and like confirm to me. Because I
1: am not kidding he looks like Littlefoot. I won't share with with our uh, listenership. My family, our family of friendly what.
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just yeah he has like Buster Posey problems. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of looking like a an adult version film version of himself, That's what I'll leave it as aforementioned
2: problems. Always now to be referred to as Buster Posey problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, when when you look at the like the adult film version of yourself, you have Buster Posey problems. <laughs> no disrespect to Buster Posey okay so that's what you missed about former nationals named Zach it's
0: the Zach date Zach update
1: yeah the Zach date Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll come up with something for it maybe like and that's what you missed on Zach but like set to the and that's what you missed on Glee in
2: case we needed to resemble Glee any more than we already do (laughs) (laughs)
1: There's been no spontaneous singing, though I guess I can't guarantee that for the later segment about Papelbon. Yeah, there's definitely going to be spontaneous singing. I've been um,
2: restraining myself this whole time, y'all. You know how much I like to sing about baseball.
1: Okay. So, when we get there, please sing about baseball.
2: (laughs) But, so, going on to things that have nothing to do with singing, sadly, (laughs) um, or really any of the things we've been talking about, which have been... Interesting. Um, So this week's stat of the week, as we've talked about a couple times before, Max Scherzer this season has been allowing a lot more home runs, it seems, than he was in the past. And at the beginning of the season, this was particularly bad. It has been trending downward over the course of the season, as has his ERA, happily. Um, And he's now nicely back, more or less, into Max Scherzer as we have come to expect him form. Um, His ERA actually is almost exactly the same now as it was last season. Um, I looked it up the other day, so let me double check and make sure it's still exactly the same. Sorry about that. Um, But his ERA last year, he ended the season at 2.79, which was actually a little bit higher than most of us would have expected, I'd say, because at the beginning of the year, he had that crazy, crazy start, um, and he was just pretty much unhittable obviously, given the actual no-hitter. But um, towards the end of the season last year, he started getting bitten by the home run bug quite a bit, and that pulled his season ERA up to 2.79. This season, it's now 2.80, and that's actually trended down quite a bit. He was up at um, over the 4 mark at one point, unfortunately. Didn't he get over 5 at some point,
0: too? I feel like there was a, like a brief moment. Yeah.
2: If it was it was very brief but either way um i'm very happy to say that his era is now down to 2.8 again so in terms of trends last season he trended up this season he's trending down so that's very encouraging but in terms of differences between last year and this year other than the home run rate i was trying to look and see is there some kind of a correlation between the home run rate and any other specific statistics about what's going on with him he's had a ton of strikeouts It seems like he's also walking more guys this year than last year. Um, And looking at the numbers, both of those things are backed up by the stats. If you look at his strikeouts per nine innings and his walks per nine innings, they're actually both up this year compared to last year. Last year, he had uh, 10.86 strikeouts per nine innings. This year, it's up to 11.4. And then last year, he had only walked 1.34 guys per nine inning at the end of the season, and this year it's up at 2.14. So quite a few more walks per nine innings this season than last, um, which is pretty striking because that that was <laughs> one of the things that I started noticing towards the end of last season in the sort of what's wrong with Max phase of why is he suddenly walking guys? He wasn't doing that at the beginning of the season. Plus, he was allowing a lot of homers at that point.
1: Um, um, but I think that that makes sense. If you're going for more strikeouts, you're going to get more walks. Because you're trying to trick guys
0: into swinging on bad pitches.
1: Yeah, and you're not putting the ball in play as much, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and therefore, like, you know, you're not getting, you know, ground outs, fly outs, etc., so Mm -hmm. it makes makes sense, and you are trying to trick more guys on bad pitches, or just blow them away, and then maybe miss your location.
2: Yeah, well, now that I've learned exactly how FIP is calculated, thanks guys from last time, (laughs) um, I did look at his FIP, and... It is up to 3.28 this year from 2.77 last year. But that makes a lot of sense given both the increased walk rate and the homer rate. Although it's not quite as increased now as it kind of looked like it was going to be at the beginning of the season because he got it under control. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So I tried to run some correlations to see is there any real relationship between walking more guys – or striking out more guys, and the homer rates. And there really isn't anything I could find that was correlated. Um, So that was a little bit frustrating for me because here I had this idea. But um, it doesn't seem like there's any really major different trend going on in many of his stats to differentiate last year from this year. He's being more aggressive. He's getting more strikeouts. He's walking more guys. But overall, there are really no major differences between his ERA, obviously almost exactly the same now, Um, His pitch selection, almost exactly the same in terms of the percent that he's throwing each pitch. His fastball velocity on average is very slightly higher, but not significantly, I wouldn't say. So pretty much in the big picture, Max Scherzer statistically looking a lot like he looked last year in spite of certain things like the home run rate at the beginning of the season being so high. It's still a little high for him over the course of the whole season, but overall, things seem to have normalized um his fly ball percentage is up a very little bit um higher in the 40 percent than it was last year so it was um about 42 percent um in 2014 then 45 percent last year and he's now at 48 percent fly balls this year um so that is an uptick within the 40s but not a massive difference Um, But he does have a career high in terms of home runs per fly ball, which is up to 13%, which is pretty high. His career low was actually 7.5% in 2014. So he is definitely more of those fly balls are going out, which is pretty obvious.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: But that's really the main difference is the result. There are not any major differences in terms of pitch selection or any other statistical trends that I could find that really show that he's doing anything all that differently.
0: Can, Can I hear? Wonder... Ask... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I... We talked about this a little bit before, but it just occurred to me. It's been hotter.
1: That was than... what I was going to say.
0: I checked that, actually. It's, really? So, I mean, um, did, you see any, did you see any numbers in terms of, like, just temperature-wise? Because it's definitely been hotter, and we know that we get, at least in Nats Park, like, jet streams when it's really hot.
2: Yeah. Um, so, of course, stupidly, I... Closed the graphs that I had, but um, I believe it's, yeah, Hit Tracker. Um, hit Tracker does a home run tracker. Here it is, let me see, where they give you every home run that's been hit off a pitcher in the season, and you can change the seasons that you want to do. And they also calculate, and obviously it's all an estimation, but they do calculate impact due to wind, temperature, and altitude. Hmm. Okay.
0: And because I was
2: very curious about that. Um, And generally speaking, most of those home runs, they give it a rating in terms of how much the impact temperature has had. Mm -hmm. And most of those home runs have had around zero or one of impact due to temperature. Hmm. There have actually been a handful that had negative numbers when it was cooler maybe back in April. So other than one, which they gave an impact due to temperature score of nine, which was on uh, July 23rd when we were playing San Diego at home, yeah. um, there was one home run there where it got a temperature rating impact score of nine. But I would say about two-thirds of them are either zero or one.
1: Yeah, and I guess that makes sense because he was getting you know, lit up more in April than he is now, and it couldn't yeah. get, I mean, and this is tempting the weather gods, like, it couldn't <laughs> get hotter. <laughs>
0: I'm knocking on wood if you can't hear that. Sorry, um, we're both in a heat index of 110 degrees right now, so... It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please don't, please don't <laughs> get any hotter. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
2: Because <laughs> I did, that was also one of the things I thought about. I thought about temperature, I thought about home versus away, I thought about wind, um, and I just really didn't find a whole lot. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I... Go ahead. I don't know exactly what hit trackers' algorithms are, I'm sure nothing is perfect, but I did find it pretty striking, and comparing this year to last year as well, in terms of whether the temperature was having more of an impact this year, even though maybe it's not having as much, and there's really, I just didn't find any differences. I mean, so
0: it sounds like basically, you tried to account for all these variables and came up with none of these variables are actually a factor, not pretty on much. a realistic scale.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stats I don't have access to as just your standard fan, but going through everything that I could find with a reasonable amount of effort and not going through every individual pitch on every individual A-B because I have a job and a life, (laughs) contrary to popular belief, um, I just really couldn't find anything statistical here that would account for the difference.
0: So I guess that, I mean, that... That would reflect more in terms of like us looking for patterns, more you know, like a, as a fan perception thing, than an actual like statistical. I don't know what you want to say, but like uh, that that speaks to me more less as a tool to analyze Max, and more as a like this says something more about how we perceive patterns in 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 watching um, players. Because I mean, Sid and I were about to ask the exact same question: temperature, right? Desperate to grab at a piece of information that would explain what we're seeing. Clearly, every explanation that we've we've grabbed at is not, there's no traction there. Well,
2: so... and I was really hoping I was going to see something with his walk rate, because that really felt to me like it should be correlated, that he was walking more guys in the games, that he was allowing more homers, and he's not. Mm-hmm. Unless I massively screwed up the math, but I'm pretty confident that I didn't. He's not. It looks to me like he is, and he's not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure even, like, what math could be screwed up other than you plot the two, you put a line of best fit through it, and your R-squared, you know, your R-squared value is still, like, 0.3, which is, like, that's about it, yeah?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's just no correlation that I found with pretty much anything. I was actually yelling at this. I'm like, Max, why don't any of the things you do correlate with any of the other things you do? The cats were looking at me like, what is wrong with her? The cats are usually looking at me like that. Um, So yeah, no, I got nothing. Um, It just seems like he was talking about his arm slot being off at the beginning of the season. Um, You know, he's been in the league for a little longer. Guys are getting to know him a little bit better. Whereas at the beginning of last season, he had, a little more of a grace period coming from the American League for so long, as much of a difference as that might make, which is probably not huge, but a little bit. Um, And, you know, he's clearly corrected for a lot of the issues he was having at the beginning of the season, um, which may be why I'm not finding any trends now, because I'm looking at longer-term data. Um, But it's hard to look at just the beginning of the season anyway, because everything's such a small sample size.
1: Mm Mm-hmm yeah I think I think kind of has the right of it. like you know there there is something to be said for due to chance and chance alone. and baseball is, I mean, the reason we watch it is because a lot of stuff is due to chance and chance alone. Um, you know, I think you know if if he's increased in terms of flyball stuff, um it's also because he's had good center fielders behind him consistently. So why the heck wouldn't you like, you know, get something that elicits more fly, fly ball outs rather than and, and but then he's also increased strikeouts, so I guess he's just decreased in ground outs, which the NAS defense being what it is, like I'm I like FIP as a as a measure, but we've talked that FIP, FIP is a limited measure, um and it's probably a better measure of max than it is, say, of Tanner Roark. But like you know, it sometimes things are just due to a weird a bounce or you know, the wind might not have been a factor, but it was in that second. But there's no discernible way to tell. Um, you know, I don't know if, if like the array of cameras that they have on on the field at all times, even if it picks up on that, if that data makes it to what's publicly available. Probably so, not yet. Yeah, probably not. I mean,
0: it seems like we need something that's slightly more uh, more of a comprehensive Bobbit kind of a because that's basically yeah. your luck stat, right? Yeah. Um, but obviously that's not that's counting you know hits and outs, not is it going to be a home run or not? You know, like that's mm-hmm. sort of outside its purview. But a more that's what we it seems like we need is a more comprehensive one of those. And maybe maybe once out there, I'm not like on the cutting edge of. What sabermetrics fan graphs? Yeah, you what know, sabermetrics and whatever are doing. So,
1: but like I'm looking. I mean, I just br- pulled up his uh, split log on Baseball Reference, and like the only thing that looks at all interesting is um, his strikeout per walk ratio is twice as high in the second half as it was in the first, but the second half is much shorter than the first.
0: Right, despite being a half.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like, but like, we're yeah. currently in the second half, so I, I would I would want to see like it get reevaluated just because you know y- there's been five games he's pitched five games versus nineteen.
2: And the twenty right. strikeout game was in the second half, wasn't it?
1: No, it was in the first. No, it was I really was... early. It was May. Yeah,
0: strikeouts oh, are sexy. I my ticket on the. Fridge. I could go check it, but yeah, oh, it was you're like right because
2: I've been there since then and they were out of T-shirts. Sorry, yeah. that seems way more recent to me for some reason. It's, you just it you, lives you in scream your-
0: about it every night.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have that shirt. I'm still trying to decide what my what my last purchase of the season will be. If I still want it when I'm there in a few weeks, I've, probably.
0: I've been checking. They haven't had them back in the store.
2: They're still online though. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Um, but like, yeah, I mean that that's noticeable. But then again, you know, he's he's only thrown in five games. So I don't know what that tells us, other than small sample sizes often aren't reflective of larger populations.
0: Yeah. yeah and well, all of the factors that we think we can account for are not really factors that are in play on a correlation basis. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, it just feels, look, looking at the stats to me, it feels like he's just doing more of everything. Mm -hmm. Which isn't really possible, so obviously the groundouts have gone down. But it's a funny sort of non-trend. Just more things are happening in his games than they were last year? (laughs) Like, it's a very weird set of numbers to all go up. But not in a way that really tells me anything.
0: At least not as far as the home runs go.
2: Right, well, yeah. And obviously... you know, Mike Maddox is working on this. Like, I am not going to be the one to solve Max Scherzer's home run problem. No. But it would have been nice to help.
1: <laughs> or at least You have are something... through your support.
0: <laughs> yes. Your love and your unconditional and,
2: yes. Yeah, yeah, we don't... And you're yeah. yelling for Max. Yeah, we'll
1: go for it. Yeah. yeah. But and I mean, it might be... I think sometimes... Aside sometimes with players, like, it's not a thing. Like, you just sit down and you go, yeah, we can work on this mechanic, this mechanic, this mechanic, or you feel like your arm is off or whatever, but, like, at the end of the day, what you're doing isn't demonstrably different, and it's having a different outcome, and that's the nature of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, back in my college athlete days, I was a bowler. Um, (laughs) I was the captain of my bowling team. Okay. So hey, that's no. way
1: more athleticism <laughs> than I'm capable of. <laughs> but when I was a
0: college athlete, my coach had a, a thing. Like you never correct for something the first time it happens or the second time it happens. You wait for it to repeat to the third time it happens. And so like yeah, you can't you can't go correcting your mechanics every single time one mechanic gives you a slightly different result. You need to wait for it to become a pattern. And it sounds like with Max there is no actual no, there is no pattern there, like that you can correct for.
2: Yeah, you know? not that I found, anyway. There's no well, repeatable data. Baseball is so inherently unpredictable. I mean, the umpire at second base is part of the field if it hits him. Like, mm-hmm. what is with that? By the way.
0: Well, I, you gotta have why? a rule for it, for it. You gotta have a rule for it. So yeah, just
2: just take the ball back and start over. Umpire is not field.
0: What isn't that unfair to the team that's hitting? Or isn't that unfair to the team that's fielding if they caught it and threw the guy out? If it bounced off the... I mean, so this is... You can't start over.
2: Why not? It's a person, not a piece of grass. <laughs> like, you can't hit wow. the ball of the umpire. It's an and umpire. And have it be in play. I'm sorry. Are you um, sorry umpires? Umpires? The responsibility is to get out of the way.
1: Yeah. And given so if much... he
2: doesn't put the error on the umpire and start again,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I, given how much magic happens around second base tag outs, like I'll just let it be. Yeah, like to. they're I like
2: guess. here. I just wanted a stat for like e twelve. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like yeah, I mean the game today there was the Nats did a video review on someone being out and they were clearly out at second. Oh, dude was out. Dude was yeah. out. Um, I, like, like, Effie's like, maybe his hangnail off his thumb hit the base, and we can't see it from this angle. But, like, there's a lot of magic that happens around second base, and this I mean, is to getting be fair, as weird as a that, statement.
2: They upheld the call on the field. They didn't support the call on the field. Mm. So they basically said, we can't tell, go with the call on the field. I yeah. thought there was enough evidence to overturn. They apparently didn't, but it wasn't like they saw the replay and said, yes, the call on the field was accurate, we agree. Yeah. It was more just a, yeah, guys. You gotta I don't go know, with the guy bro. who's there, exactly.
1: And yeah, I know. I mean, we did beat them, you know, nine to one. So like, ugh, yeah. Whatever.
0: So I'm not gonna quibble, <laughs> right? But yeah. So I don't know. I think Sydney, you were saying this before. We seek out patterns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's probably the best we're gonna get out of that. But something that we can keep checking and checking in on, and 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 seeing maybe eventually there'll be enough uh data there to
2: Yeah, I mean I saved the spreadsheets. I'll check it out again yes. in, you know, early October or something. See yes. what happened. For sure. Um see if there is anything cuz we're humans, we want patterns and I didn't yep. find any.
1: Let, let's not say early October, let's say late October.
2: Yes. Well, you always divide okay, stats between <laughs> I'm Let not saying
1: let me live in hope.
0: Okay, all right. We'll revisit this in November.
1: Ooh. I don't know.
2: Everybody knock on but. everything. You're going to get my aneurysm.
0: There is. It's full,
2: it's okay. Full. Knock on everything.
0: There's one thing we will not have to deal with in October or November.
1: Or today.
0: Or today that we're going to get into. Hallelujah. Laura, would you like to actually just sing it for
1: us? I don't do <laughs>
2: Handle Unaccompanied.
1: Okay. I <laughs> like okay, you said that as like a life rule. I, anyway,
2: uh, all right. Papel
0: Bon is Papal Gone. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he's gone. Ugh. I think it's my birthday isn't for like season. three weeks, and he's gone. Sorry. Who else wants to? Who wants to yell something? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that in the notes you had it as Papal Bon Voyage.
2: <laughs> Apparently, I think
0: someone else that I did not come up with that
1: one. No, Somebody okay. else said
0: that
2: one.
1: But I figured i did I'd- get
2: a message about this saying that um, from one of our Pirates fan friends saying that she thinks that the reason that Papal Bon asked to be released was because Mark Melanson was telling too many dad jokes in the bullpen.
1: <laughs> That's fine. I'm comfortable with that. This is well, also someone
2: who loves Mark Melanson. So she meant it in a nice way.
1: I'm also fine with that. Like, yeah. I like
2: Mark... I like Mark Melanson
0: so far.
1: Yeah, like and and quite frankly addition by subtraction. Like yes. <laughs> yes. Like Mark Melanson just has to not lay hands on a teammate in anger and throw some baseballs and I like him better. Mhm. Actually, honestly, he has to exist and possibly not play
0: pro Trump songs. In... Oh my what? god. Oh. I honestly
2: I'm so glad I didn't know about that until yeah. now. I mean, the thing
0: is, it's it's one of two options. One, he's genuinely a Trump supporter, which I could completely believe. Two, he was just trying to be as big of a dick as possible to troll people, which also is being
1: a dick. Por que los no, no los dos? Yeah. Like, seriously, he is capable of both those things simultaneously. He oh contains multitudes god. of being a dick.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> like...
1: By the way, everyone listening, I have a stack
0: of quarters here for the swear jar. (laughs) I expect to use many of them. Do we
1: have more to say
0: than that, frankly? Like, he's just gone. I initially had expected that we were going to be talking about this whole, like, asking to be released and, like, how much of an I'm a giant crybaby does this mean for him? Because he apparently packed his bags on Friday night
1: and was saying goodbye to people. Um, I I want to know what that looked like, him saying goodbye to people.
2: But they had told him they were going to DFA him already, weren't they? Yeah,
1: so that,
0: that's what came out after we initially heard the release. They had told him he was going to be DFA'd. And so, theoretically, him asking to be released was more professional. Um, because it allowed him to get off the roster faster. But I don't know. This is the question that I was having. How much of his contract do we now have to eat?
2: I have no idea. I haven't seen that info anywhere, and I've gone looking for it. Because I've heard, some people have told me that we are still
0: responsible for his entirety of his contract, and then some people have said, well, no, he has to be released from his contract, which would mean we don't have to pay him the rest of it. I don't know.
2: I have been looking for that information, and I haven't found it anywhere.
0: But, I mean, regardless of whether this was a, like, save us some money, so therefore a professional move, or get off the roster faster, or screw you guys, I quit, you can't fire me... I'm still going to attribute malice where it it may not be warranted.
1: <laughs> um Bleacher Report is saying that they have to pay the rest of his contract, which whatever. It's an eleven million dollar contract,
0: yeah, I know, but I, I if he asked to be released, I feel like why should we why should the nats be responsible for it? I don't know,
2: well, we'd probably paid an awful lot of it already,
0: yeah, true. I don't know but, how much
2: um... of it would be left
0: admittedly, I'd be willing to pay a lot of money to see his, to see. what's the opposite of, I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch you go I love buy, to watch buy, you go the song. <laughs> don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you
1: yeah, um, that's
0: basically <laughs> it But yeah, I, mean, I would pay a lot of money
1: to watch him leave fun fact, in this Bleacher Report article they have a tweet uh, he was at zero war
0: that does I'm not surprised surprise he wasn't me, me. At neg- I'm surprised
2: he wasn't at negative war
1: um. So yeah, well, uh, the tweet actually is blown
2: as many saves as it felt like he had. Sorry, Sid. What?
1: Oh uh, no, no. The tweet is just and This is Sarah Langs, who's S Langs on Sports on Twitter. Um, who uh, anyway, it works for ESPN. Oh, and only has like 400 followers, so she gets you know props from our our stuff clearly. <laughs> Um, Papawan bon has exactly zero war this season. Definition of replacement level. So he was replaced.
2: Nice. Yes. Which, What's her Twitter handle again? I want to follow her.
1: Uh, slangs on Sports. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so, goodbye. Bye bye bye.
0: Goodbye. Yes, I'm not going to sing in sync. I'm sorry. You keep trying to get it to happen, but it's not going to happen. I don't sing in sync
1: unaccompanied. bye. Are you ever going to hear the alcohol? end of that? No.
0: Um, (laughs) No. All right. So
1: if we envision the bullpen right now, the Nationals bullpen, as in sync, and they are singing bye, bye, bye.
2: No. I can't have this conversation. Sammy Solis would make a pretty good boy band frontman, I have to
1: say. They, I think they all would. Um, Oscar, uh, Oliver Perez would need to be, like, the manager. I think he's too old for this. But... No, he's <laughs> the one who's suspiciously old.
0: And he's like, I'm 17, guys. Yeah. Also, have you met my son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is,
1: yeah. Um, I think so that, that we establish that uh, Belial is the handsome one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After I facilitated an old lady lady hitting on that Belial. we can come back to that. Yeah, bit. we can come back to that because that was but, that was gold. Yeah. Um. He's blushing in the photo, by the way. Yes.
0: Yes. It's not just uh, a hot day.
1: Yeah. No. Um.
0: But yeah, I mean, I guess I, I yeah, I mean, what else is there to say necessarily about the departure of Papalban, other than good fucking riddance to bad rubbish.
1: Um. I won't miss him at all. That, that's what I got to say about okay. it. Like, he... You know, last time I know we talked about, like, what are we going to do with him? Because, uh, you know, you know, do, do you let him mentor him. people? Do you let him do whatever? But uh, he solved that problem for us, so... Yep. Kick rocks, buddy. So,
0: do we think anybody's going to pick him up?
2: At
1: all?
0: Red I mean, Sox might. See... <laughs> I've been hearing a whole lot of hashtag narrative reasons why the Red Sox would pick him up, but no actual interest from the Red Sox. I've just been hearing people being like, oh, well, obviously he'll reunite with the one city that didn't hate his guts.
2: I would but... like to contribute to that narrative by saying, there are people in this city who hate his guts. President <laughs> you... Masshole, I don't want him. But Please you're not a Red Sox you. fan.
1: Yeah,
2: That's true, and I've never been a Red Sox fan. Yeah.
1: But also consider the Red Sox are two games out of first place in the AL East. Which is that's bizarre to sp- me. Well, I mean, but that's a roster spot that they would need. Like, the AL East between the Blue Jays, the Orioles, and the Red Sox is actually really close. So, like, yeah. well, why is it? Yourself. Over here. Yeah, like if they were playing, like, I don't know, the Yankees, sure, why not? Who's it going to hurt? But, like,. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that's,
0: that's sabotaging themselves to bring in somebody like Papelbon. I'm sure there's a guy they can call it from the minor league system that would be at least, apparently, literally a replacement level. So I, I think most of the speculation of him going back to Boston is just this, like, hashtag narrative
1: concept. <laughs> uh, and I uh, feel like Boston has already upgraded from from him well, because they have Craig Kimbrell, who is actually... like Papelbon, but, you know, good. Do
0: you think he would go
1: back to Boston with Craig Kimbrell yeah. there, or would I, he, or would
0: he have another temper tantrum? Yes. I have to be the closer. I can't not be the closer.
1: And Craig Kimbrell's like, sorry, I also do that that stare down thing that you do, but I'm not a giant jerk. Yeah. I'm you, but stronger. Yes. <laughs> uh, I discovered that Craig Kimbrell has a website. Oh no. It's CraigKimbrell.com. I'll see of you guys later.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: Come back to us. It, it's about. Uh, yeah, donating stuff to, to kids with cancer. Aww, Oh. this is this. So this is definitely cute... already right,
0: like already multiple marks. Of John and Babel, I,
1: I have to say it's a website that was apparently built in 1998,
0: but as a website, <laughs> is he part of a blog crew? Does he have the like like or the the web links?
1: A <laughs> like oh, a web ring? No. Web ring, yes. uh, it is copyright 2010, which oh, it, no. it looks at. It. Oh, it looks at. No. <laughs> Um, but yes, I don't think, like, Papa Juan's not going to go back, because, uh, yeah, oh my god, there's fan mail. Okay, we can, we can, we no, can no, 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 stop, stop. no, 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 we don't Craig Craig have a, a long mail. rope
0: to tie to you before you go down this rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> um, it, it's, you can ask Craig Kimbrell things and he'll answer. <laughs> will he, though? Yeah, Craig he will. Craig
0: Kimbrell, quotation marks, will answer your questions.
1: Uh, I think the contact form got, uh, got turned off. <laughs> God yeah.
0: Damn The people who are pretending to be Craig Kimbrell Got really tired of answering
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They answered five things <laughs> There are five things Oh um, Anyway, alright, okay. other than uh, other So than I guess that, we, but... don't,
0: we don't really think anybody's Gonna take him Well that's but sort of what we
2: decided on last time around Where what? I was saying, wouldn't anybody who's really bad Even want him, and it's like, well, no Just. I mean, know. we are
0: slightly In a different situation, because now it's not a trade situation, which had he had he been DFA'd and released to waivers, we potentially could have gotten somebody back for him, I believe is how that works. Um, now that's not the case. Now if somebody signed him, they could sign him for League Minimum.
2: If he's a free agent now, would you lose a draft pick for him? How does no, that actually work?
0: No, because he's, because he, because it, it's not somebody who's a first-time free agent. He's been around he's got veteran status or whatever it is. like people can sign him and fire him as they please at this point from my understanding so there there's no other than having to pay him league minimum which is what five hundred thousand dollars i think there's no downside to picking him up anymore as opposed to trading for him where you might potentially be giving up something you don't want
1: to give up or other than, the downside,
2: of, other than well, the downside of other than downside of yes yeah, And I, 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 the roster that spot that was implicit you'd be giving up and the Thank roster you. spot
1: Like you know, it's that's one of those things where, and his like, a team who's doing that, he's not good enough to be a closer. Um, he won't be a middle like a setup guy. So what are you going to use him for?
2: Crybaby.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like and oh, and he physically assaulted a teammate. Yeah. Who happened to be the league MVP last year.
2: Right. Although to be honest, I feel like people are really not as still hung up on that as I really feel like people should be like a lot of the sports media is just like oh right and that happened and then all their teammates decided it was fine and they all sang kumbaya and we're over it
0: that's that's the casual acceptance of violence in professional athleticism professional sports that's that's a fight that's a long fight so right. i'm not surprised but my, that no my my point
2: is we still are mad about that even though it was now almost a year ago but almost every article, including several in the post, have been like, oh yeah, and this thing that happened, okay, let's move on. It's almost like it's not a thing anymore. Because
0: like, the thing is, for teams that are not, not the Nationals, it's not a thing. It's, I mean, we don't, don't have to like that it's not a thing, but it's not a thing
1: anymore. I, I mean, but like, how much bigger of a locker room cancer do you, could, could you get?
2: I read this whole thing today about how like he's not a cancer, he's not even a benign tumor and like everyone should get over it.
1: You're well, right. He's a wart. And we <laughs> and we froze him off.
2: The thing is his teammates apparently do actually like him. Max apparently likes him.
0: This I like I feel like you can say some of them are probably doing the clenched teeth. Yeah, he's a great he's a great teammate. He's great to have around. We're really happy. We want to win, but like some of them actually, so, I mean, it's possible that all of this garbage is just what he puts out to everyone else. Now, you can say that that still reflects in his character that the person he chooses to reflect to the
1: world is a gigantic douchebag. <laughs> yeah, he got fined for grabbing his crotch at a, yeah. at a crowd. It seems like the people that hate him are fans.
0: It seems like his teammates actually not so much, except for right. Bryce Harper when he got strangled. And then he got over it. Or said he And that's out very
2: it. strange to me. I agree that you would project such different yeah. images of yourself. And does that really mean he's projecting different images of himself? Or is that reflective of what is acceptable in clubhouse culture that is not acceptable in
1: I think culture it, at large? I think it might be a little bit of both, to be yeah. perfectly honest. No,
2: I, I think that would make the most sense. I agree. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think some of this is, yeah, as you said, what's acceptable in clubhouse culture. I also think... <sighs> Some of this is um, like I don't I don't know how to put this like basically dudes being like well you know uh, a real competitor wants to strangle their teammate if they feel like they're not hustling enough like there's some there's some masculine posturing that he plays into by grabbing his crotch or Bryce Harper's neck or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, I think that there's, you know, uh, there's a healthy contingent of old baseball men who, I mean, even last year were like, Bryce Harper deserved to get strangled. And you're like, no, he didn't. And you unanimously voted for him as league MVP. So shut up. Do you need a swear jar? (laughs) (laughs) No, I need a a jar full of moonshine that I can drink. (laughs) That's what I need. But no, I mean, Uh,
0: that's that's just, I mean, that. We keep coming back to this, the like culture of masculinity in sports that allows for crap like this.
2: Right. And I do and... think players that we generally really like and don't think of as necessarily a huge part of this like, I have lots of warm, fuzzy feelings towards Geo the Golden Retriever and Max. You guys know my feelings about Max. And yet the two of them are <laughs> friends been, with him. Right. And are loudly defending him.
1: To be fair, I, we also did in person watch Geo hug an older lady and call her my love and ask after her health.
2: That has absolutely nothing
0: to do with the other thing. That's just evidence of him being a cinnamon roll of joy and And, and I'm and not sunshine saying he's kitten. not,
2: but, <laughs> but the idea that even in players that are projecting this sweet, sensitive guy image about themselves, that they, they do not s- mean... That they don't play into it and other guys who do Ex- the whole toxic masculinity bro thing in the clubhouse.
0: Exactly. Like, they don't see anything wrong with it or feel like it's not worth saying anything about. Although, actually, this is clearly not, not worth saying anything about because they actually like him.
2: And have you know? defended him. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. They didn't, defend mean... the in- they didn't defend the incident.
2: No, but they've defended his general larger-than-life personality. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They said he's not how he portrays himself to the media, and then I'm like, why does he do his? Why does
2: he portray himself that way? Yeah. Right. What is he getting out of it?
1: Yeah. I, you know, and I guess like they, if they didn't believe that, they could you know clench their teeth and just say, well, I'm just here to play baseball. How but, many guys like,
0: don't say anything about him? You know, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of them don't. Like, yeah. um, I imagine a lot of guys uh, when get when they get asked stuff like this, their English gets worse, even if they. <laughs> Speak English and are I don't know Chris Heisey like. Sorry, what does Chris? Chris Heisey speak? <laughs> English exactly. I'm like I'm sorry I don't speak English. Uh, I always but, wanted Phil Kessel to try that in Toronto. he <laughs> be like I, I don't speak any English. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. Like
2: Phil, <laughs> <well>, it's deb- <laughs> debatable whether they speak English in Wisconsin. Is that what you're
1: saying? It's debatable going with whether, that? whether Phil Kessel. You were
0: giving me English. the explanation of uh Phil Grammar Phil Kessel's tenuous relationship with grammar. We'll yeah, no he, he does have a
1: weird, <laughs> well, weird, grammatical constructions.
2: Speaking of people who ostensibly speak English and are yet completely incomprehensible, it's a moment of silence as always for Tyler Moore.
1: <laughs> oh, it's good that we didn't require him to do a lot of talking.
2: No. <laughs> he wasn't for talking.
1: No, Tyler Moore is not for talking. No, but oh, he is for
2: did... looking at. Yeah,
1: did we determine if he was in... talking about Buster Posey problems? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tyler Moore just looks like a Ken doll, okay?
1: Like I said, talk about Buster Posey problems. There's a whole genre out there for him. <laughs> did we ever determine if he was injured?
0: I don't think we actually got around. He- we, we said we were going to look it up, and then I don't think anybody did.
2: Yeah, uh, sure. I just yeah. opened his baseball reference.
1: Yeah, me too. Oh
2: my God, he's got a he's got a pitching section.
1: Well, oh he yeah. he pitch for the nets Yeah, he did.
2: Yeah, he did.
1: He was a good pitcher for the Nats.
0: He was. Not as good as Clint, Clint zero ERA in the majors, Robinson. But... I love that he... he also has
1: a zero zero ERA. Does he?
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. They can be on the uh, team relief
2: there. I love that Tyler that um Clint Robinson like holds that over, Max. I love that. <laughs> well, I have a zero, zero ERA in the majors, what do you have?
1: <laughs> Sample size there... is a factor, Clint. All right. <laughs> so Jonathan Papelbon, Dig dung, which is gone. So yep let just yeah yay yeah we can
0: uh move on from there I think we're we're getting close to wrapping this up but uh, we did have a an event specific sort of um, Sydney and I went to a meet and greet with the players um, didn't unfortunately get to meet or greet as many of the players as had as we had hoped or had had in the past but we did meet a a charming lady who had a hug scale for various players
1: okay and to be clear she has like a is probably a long time season ticket holder was my was my sense of it and yeah has i think it's so. right next to the dugout so like all of the players knew her by name at like talked to her called uh, her my love called her geo called her my love Anthony Rendon, in person, looks like a really good hugger. Uh, she says and, he's he's top two after Corey yeah. Brown. Yeah. So, top of the list. Although, Gio is up there. Um, um, and we said even Worth got, like, an honorable mention on the hug scale.
0: Which, I, can, I mean, I can completely buy that he's a good hugger. He's yes. so huge! He would just be enveloped. Exactly. Exactly. Not huge. We now have confirmation on... Just incredibly, just how incredibly small Ben Revere actually is.
1: He's only a couple inches taller than so I am. So you and
0: I, we're, we're both about 5'4", right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give or take. About. He was maybe three inches taller than us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like last year, I tried to take a selfie with Clint Robinson and failed because Clint Robinson is more than a foot taller than I am. They did not uh, fit
0: in the same frame.
1: Uh, Ben Revere and I, like, I didn't have to do, like, the selfie arm, like, up at all. It was just, oh, we can take a picture in the same frame together. Um.
2: So what you're saying is, as a public service, I really need to meet him so that someone can make him feel tall. Yes. Yes. It wouldn't be about me. It would purely be a favor to him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He is, in person, very nice. he, He is. He is very sweet. Um.
0: You didn't say too much, unfortunately, which which is unfortunate because I got to hear a couple of the guys' voices up close because, again, everyone was friends with the lady that we were standing right next to, which was awesome, and so they were having conversations with her, and Anthony Rendon's Texas accent
1: in person is adorable. Oh, he sounds <laughs> like John Wayne when he opens his mouth.
0: And then Ali Perez's accent is I don't yeah. even, It's not adorable. Doesn't encapsulate it.
1: No, I, I did get a picture. We got. We both got yeah, to the valley.
0: We both did. He is very tall, though. Yes. So we had to do some weird manipulations to fit in the frame. <laughs>
1: um, he was good. He was nice. Uh, he. We were sandwiched between two grandmas. Which, by the way, yeah. if you ever have to meet like players when they walk around in a giant circle of fans, sandwiched between two grandmas, one yeah. of whom knows all of them, and the other. Of whom speaks fluent Spanish and is yes. talking to all of them in it Spanish was, was a good place to be. It, it was
0: perfect because we had like the sweet grandma and then we had the like Spanish what's grandma. What's up? We had the No, 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 no. We had the what's up grandma.
1: How you yeah. doing, grandma? <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> Joey Tribbiani grandma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah. he he seemed very very nice. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Yeah, at uh, least. Mm-hmm.
0: i was gonna say and then you embarrassed the sweet grandma with matt belisle
1: so she had been talking about how handsome she thought matt belisle was like she's like oh he's the most handsome <laughs> um and so he comes around as like the last person like the, the crowd is kind of dissolving around us and he's going around um as the last person and you know we decided to like i'm like okay well, let's get a picture and she she didn't want to be in the picture and I was like come on over and I might have told Matt Belial that I was like she's just been talking about how handsome she thinks you are for like the past couple minutes and in the picture he is visibly blushing <laughs> like visibly so I guess score one for having emba- personally embarrassed a professional athlete <laughs> congratulations
2: it's a major accomplishment I'm yeah, I was like,
1: that that one's off the bucket list he does look very handsome in the picture um
2: He's Craig Stammon Light.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does look. He looks a little staminy around the face.
0: I'm sorry, Maple Isle. I like you very much as a person, but you're Craig Stammon Light.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> um. But, but yeah, was,
0: it was it was it was good. We got to we got a we got up close and personal with the height thing, and I think we can definitively say Ben Revere, shorter than Danny.
1: Dan Kolko, a strong breeze would carry him off. Oh my God, he's so t- <laughs> he's yeah. so tiny.
2: I'm still waiting for my invite to his bar mitzvah. I'm going to be really insulted if I don't get it.
0: Yes. It's, It's actually a really good thing that because we were going to ask, or I was at least going to ask that we could get a picture with him. It's a good thing that he kind of breezed right past us because I feel like had we had to talk to him for more than five seconds, one of us definitely would have asked him when his bar, bar mitzvah was. Oh my god. So it's probably good that he walked past us without us
1: saying I, <laughs> Honestly, he was maybe an inch taller than both of us. and He like, was a little t- He was taller than Ben Revere. Okay, yeah, but he, like, was, he was also skinny. like 20 pounds lighter than yeah. both of us. Like yeah. he he's skinny, um, and he was wearing clothes that more or less fit, which just kind of emphasizes the skinniness, as opposed to always looking like he's in his dad's suit.
0: But I mean, and there's not much to talk about there other than we've gotten some height confirmation. Jason Worth is in fact exactly as tall as we've always suspected. He is. <laughs> yeah. Um, he kind of towers over. Um,
1: we did note that uh, was Papillon on the DL. Oh, no, 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 Drew. Drew was on the DL. Yeah, Stephen Drew was on the DL, but Papabon didn't come just, out. He just
0: didn't show up, which yeah. I think we should have seen as the the precursor to bye-bye-bye.
1: Yes. As it were. Um, like, because, yeah, the only two people who didn't show up were him, Drew, and then Taylor, who was in Triple He
0: Yeah, he had already been sent down that we didn't realize at the time, unfortunately, and I'm
1: very sad. Oh, um, But, like, yeah, Papabon was the only one who's not an active roster player who didn't show up to it. Well. Oh, well.
0: Yeah. I mean... No, <laughs> Did you, you want to meet I was, him anyway? I was saying at the time that that... So it was it was fan appreciation day. I was saying, this is the appreciation. Not making us interact with Jonathan Papelbon. <laughs> N-
1: nice like, grandma even was like, I don't know why he chooses to be such a bad person.
2: <laughs> oh. And if nice grandma said it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, but, I
2: guess that
0: that pretty much... Not much more to say there. That's, that's kind of the end of it. Um, I don't know if we have much more to say this evening, this afternoon, whatever the hell time it is. You'd think I would get better at gauging what time it is.
1: It is 6 p.m. <laughs> so You are on a computer. It should display the time.
0: <laughs> i looking at my computer. Um, but I, I guess, do we want to just kind of wrap this up, give an update on defensive indifference? Laura, I noticed you're taking over uh, yes. for a little while.
2: With great power comes great responsibility. Um, Jen Rubenstein is on a very well-deserved vacation where she is going to have intermittent internet access. Um, So I am pinch-hitting right now for for her queer fancy stats Twitter, which basically means I get to post numbers when Murphy does things. But she's trusting me not to do anything stupid. So, you know, I'm not just going to go, like, follow you guys and follow... I don't know, all my high school friends and truly screw things up for her. That would be unkind. Um, But Queer Fancy Stats on Twitter continues to be um, run by Jen Rubenstein when not pinch hit by me. Um, The July donation was to Smile DMV, which was, um, I believe it stands for Sexual Minority Youth um, Action League. Um, And so that donation was $40.02 to Smile. Um, This month's donation is currently up to $15.43. I know, it's the 14th, and we're at $15. Um, And this month's donation is to the Wanda Alston House, um, which is also in D.C. and provides housing services to LGBTQ youth. So we will continue to update on how that's going, but... It's only the 14th, $15 so far. Murphy was off today, but um, definitely with the upcoming Colorado series, we're going to expect to see some I'm sure. action. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a quick update on other areas of baseball-related donations. Um, we talked last time about Pitchin4DV, which was uh, Twitter started to help coordinate donation efforts towards Chicago area domestic violence charities um, in response to, Pap- uh, to Chapman, I'm sorry, in response to Chapman. Um, and one of the organizations that they're donating to has reported that they've received over $3,000 already.
0: That's amazing, that's so really
2: awesome. that's awesome, awesome. so yeah. we're really impressed with that. Um, if anyone's interested in, in checking it out, um, the Twitter handle is number 4 dv and they're coordinating efforts to donate to a number of different organizations. Um, and then lastly, Max and Erica Scherzer have a campaign going called "Strike Out Modern Slavery. It's been going on for a little while, but they're getting closer to their goals. Um, and that's one where you can pledge money based on Max's strikeouts per game. Um, and so if you're interested in that, you can check out Max's Twitter or Erica's Twitter. But then also they have a webpage for it, which is pledgeit.org slash Max Scherzer. So some really, really great fundraising efforts going around, going on around baseball to try and make a difference in some incredible causes. So feel free to check those out and join it if you're able. And we're gonna be continuing to report on some of these as the season goes on.
0: Absolutely, it's great to see this stuff kind of like focused around baseball. So, um, but with that, I think uh, we're ready to say good night for the evening for the six o'clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, for Rusting Pitchface, as always, on Twitter, Tumblr, iTunes, and email us directly at restingpitchface at gmail.com. I'm Kay.
2: I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. Let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. Please come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. For you right next to Drew and we need you to pitch the egg. Besides there's no other team uses chocolate sauce to celebrate.